It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Happy weekend eve. It's Thursday with The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, and relationships. Hello to my French romantic, my French fry, Simon Marcel. Hello. <laughs> Bonsoir, Angie Taylor, who keeps me real when my cloud of romance is too high. Angie brings me back to Aww. reality. How good are you evening, feeling, Angie. My good croissant. Good. You're good? I'm doing good. I'm always good when I'm with you, Angie, and oh. my listeners. Every well, night. I How love much fun that. we have here. Yes. I love it. I love it. Well, we want to hear from you tonight. What's going on in your love life? Do you have any issues dating in romance or anything? We would love to help you out. Our lines are open, 855-905-8255. We're here to give you advice. Um, mm-hmm. Also, simonandangie.com if you want to send us an email there. Simon, I do have an email for you. It's a Bonjour Simon Marcel email. Oh, I like them a lot. Very, very interesting that this woman... Uh, wanted specifically your advice. I'm flattered. I think you might have something to say about this one. Um, she sent it in to simonandangie.com. Oh, it has to do with somebody famous. I'm just going to leave you with that next. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. We have a romantic question for you, Simon Marcel, that came into our email at simonandangie.com. I am very flattered. Uh, this comes to you from Alexa, listening in Florence, Arizona, on Mix 96.9. Mm-hmm. Alexa says, oh, Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Alexa. My ex is a very famous actor. If I told you who he was, you would know him for sure. Mm-hmm. I never know if I should tell guys that I date that he's my ex or if it will make it weird. Would you want to know, should I say something? Simon, what is your answer for Alexa with the very, very famous actor, ex-boyfriend? <laughs> Alexa, thanks for the email, first of all. Um, listen, I'm all about being honest, disclosing when it's the right time about you know this, so you don't have to throw it on the first date. It's not necessary. But I don't want you to lie. If somebody said, who were you dating at one point, just be honest. Because... A man is a man, so he has a bigger paycheck, he's more famous, he has more followers, this and that. But at the end, it's a dude. And so uh, you've been with this guy, maybe you've loved this very famous person, and that's life. I just don't think you should lie. But at least wait. And then once you are feeling good about it, and you guys are together and all this, and there's no reason to hide something like this. It's not a shame, it's not embarrassing. And if the next guy can handle it, well, he can go to find somebody else then, because that's part of your life and your history. Angie, what do you say? You're more real than I am. I'm romantic, but well, that's how I, I see it. I mean, I feel like sometimes this this question seems like she's so obsessed with the fact that she dated a very famous actor. Like, if somebody asks you a direct question, let's say, let's just say, I dated Brad Pitt. I mean, okay. let's just fantasize about that for a moment. I dated Brad Pitt. That was my ex. And, you know, a Brad Pitt movie comes on. And the guy I'm sitting next to says, have you ever dated Brad Pitt? I'm not going to lie. Right. Um, obviously, nobody's going to ask you that question right off the bat. But if Brad Pitt happens to pop up on TV, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, Brad Pitt. He's so annoying. I used to date him for whatever. Like, if you're spitting that out just randomly, you want attention for it. You're you're trying to make somebody feel some type of way. Like, oh, I'm so amazing that Brad Pitt dated me. But yes, yeah. if somebody asks you point blank, you should be honest. But other than that, like, why does anybody need to know? Yeah, I agree, Angie. Let's all give Alexa a big round of applause for dating a famous actor. <laughs> first of all, look look at you, Alexa. You know, if you're gonna well, ever send us an email like that, you might as well just say it 
because I want to know who it is now. Now I'm really curious. Now I want to write her back and be like, okay, who was it, girl? Yeah, girl, tell it? me. I would like to know. But what like, happened? No. Like, what was he like? <laughs> That's what she can't say, probably. Yeah. Don't fine. use your famous boyfriend, your famous ex-boyfriend, to sell who you are. Because just, you know, go on your own merit. You should be interesting enough without having to mention your famous ex-boyfriend. That's true. I agree with that, too. Right on. Thanks so in much, time. Alexa, for your email that came into simonandangie.com. You're always welcome, anybody, to send this one at any time. We'll answer mm-hmm. your questions on the air. More mm-hmm. of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, is there anybody, if you went on a date with a girl, that she could bring up that would, a type of person or a, uh, a occupation or anything that would make you insecure? No, the occupation not, is not going to make me insecure. To be 100% honest, it's the good look. It's the great hair. It's the blue eyes. It's the perfect body of an athlete. It is all I'm not, all I have not. That will make Aww, me insecure. What are but, you I mean, talking about? But, you mean, have Angie, good I'm, looks. Yeah, thank you, but I mean, you can't compare. I mean, some people are just better You are like than a I'm, champion like, ping pong player with good well, looks. Like, what <laughs> right, could be better? Right, thank you. But I mean, it's just, it's not the job you have. I mean, we're doing radio. What cooler than, than being a talk show host? But really, if I see a great looking guy. You might feel a, a little bit insecure about that. Yeah, of course. I don't know yeah. about you, Angie. What would be. A factor. If, if, if I find out you dated a supermodel, I'd be very insecure. Look too. Yeah, or, um, you know, the supermodel because she's constantly fit in perfect shape. And I would always be self-conscious about if I gained a pound or if I'm not, like, perfectly toned. Maybe if I find out you dated uh, somebody in the X-rated movie business, I would be insecure <laughs> okay. about my bedroom talents. Well, me I too in be, that case. Like, yeah, well, I would feel right. like, oh, my gosh, I probably don't do it as well, whatever I'm doing. Right, same um, for guys. I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah, All right, just... so... I want, I want to hear what our <laughs> listeners have to say. Maybe you've dated someone where they told you who their ex was, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I yeah. don't feel very good about myself. Or what will make you insecure? Do you agree with Simon and me about our answers? Maybe you have a new one next. Give us a call, 855-905-8255. We'll go to the phones on The Rendezvous. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We're talking about dating someone And finding out who their ex is, oh my gosh, now all of a sudden I'm so insecure because I hear you used to date Brad Pitt. I hear you used to date Kendall Jenner, whatever it is. I want to hear what makes you insecure if they say they had this occupation, they're this person, they look like this. Um, Let's pick up the phones here listening in Albuquerque, New Mexico on 100.3 The Peak. Let's talk Mm -hmm. to Peter. Hi, Peter. Bonjour. What would make you insecure, Peter? What makes me, I am five foot six and my wife is five foot one. And we had been married about two years when she introduced me to her college boyfriend. And he is about an inch shy of seven feet tall. Whoa. So he's a skyscraper. He is. <laughs> okay. Is it with men? The height thing, is that an insecurity? I know, like, my husband shaves his head because he was balding. So sometimes he'll look at a guy with, like, this thick, gorgeous mane and be like, wow, I wish I had that hair. Um, I wonder if the height thing is the same insecurity? There is a little bit. I guess there's the sizing it up. Like, the guy was completely cool, but in the back of your head, like, what if I had to fight this guy for my wife's affection? (laughs) Would I win? I love your warrior mentality. If it goes down, can I take him? Because he's taller than me. Well, it doesn't matter if it's thinner or thicker muscles or just the fact that it's just taller makes the insecurity. I th- 
think it's pretty much tall because I, I've, yeah. I'm five six. I've always been a short guy. I always picked last whenever there's a pickup basketball game. Yeah. And if I was taller, would she be maybe more into me? There was Aww. a real. She's your wife, man. She's so yeah. into you. She loves you. But I understand what you're saying. Thank you so much, Thanks, uh, Peter. Peter. I f- yeah, I feel like a lot of guys can relate to that. I understand exactly what you're saying from a girl's perspective. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Peter. All right, Have more of nice. The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Thank you for checking out The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. We take a lot of your questions about all those subjects. Hopefully we give you good advice. Our French romantic Simon Marcel is here. Hello, Simon, as always. Bonsoir, Angie. A realist who keeps me real and keeps the show real when we go way in the cloud of romance. Yes, and this is a quick description of us, but I want to get more in-depth with Simon and Angie, so Mm -hmm. our listeners know who they're dealing with here. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're not like shrinks. We're not, you know, we don't have all the answers. We just have life experience, and we want to be your friends that help you through whatever situation you're going through. But who are we? Let's play Never Have I Ever. I mean, I love this game. It's my favorite. I do, too, and I have a few questions for you, Angie. You ready? I'm ready. All right, Angie. Remember, you have to say the truth. Never have I ever been in handcuffs for any reason. I have been in handcuffs for, uh, um, for? Uh, an arrest. An arrest? <laughs> Angie, well, what have you done? Well, listen, I could tell you I was in handcuffs in the bedroom. That wouldn't be as interesting as a conversation. I was arrested one time. It, it was not my fault. I know everybody says that. I had identity theft on me. Somebody, oh, really? Yes, and the person that stole my identity decided to go on a crime spree, this woman. She stole a car. She did a couple of things. And everything was under my driver's license. And so one time I got arrested and I had to do my radio show that morning. It was on my way into work at four o'clock in the morning. And so obviously I get arrested. I get booked. I'm like, it's not me. I, I finally got my phone call like two hours later. And yeah. I, the first thing I did was call the radio station. And my co-host picked up the phone live <laughs> on the air and said, you're either in the hospital or you're in jail. Which one is it? And I said, I'm in jail. Uh Um, And he's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. You know, like, rattle your cup on the the bars. And I'm like, it's not like that, dude. I'm in a holding tank. And somebody's going to the bathroom right in front of me over here. Long story short, case was expunged. They found the girl, yada, yada, yada. But identity theft is not fun. That was my story. You didn't wow. expect that answer, did you? No, no, at all. I thought you were going to tell me something about... Kinky? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, God, I was wrong. Okay, I'm going to ask you a quick one. Um, okay. Never have I ever snooped through someone's bathroom or bedroom without them knowing. No, never, Angie. Lies! Angie, I have never snooped in anybody's bathroom or bedroom, You've but never. You've never been in a woman's apartment, house, whatever, and looked in her medicine cabinet to see what kind of crazy was going on in there. No, Angie. That's the first I thing have... I do when I go to people's house. <laughs> well, that's what I, I don't do. I'm like, what kind of creams, what kind of medications, what kind of salves, what kind of things do you have going on in here I need to find did you, out? Did you snoop in my house? I, I wouldn't know where to find your medicine cabinet in your house. <laughs> but you tried I, like, yeah, no, your house is so pristine. I wouldn't even know. It's probably hidden under a secret compartment <laughs> on a wall somewhere. Why? I don't even know. Oh, goodness. All right. Oh, do yeah, you, yeah. you want to ask a couple more questions when we come back? Yeah. Never, yeah, never have I ever with Simon and Angie next.
It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We were playing a game of Never Have I Ever between the two of us mm-hmm. to get to know you know the show. And now I want to go to our callers, 855-905-8255. Vanessa, listening in Scarsdale, New York, on 98.5 The Cat, heard our fun game and wants to play along. Hi, Vanessa. Bonjour. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Good. Are you nervous? I know you, I mean, you called to play, so we're going to play. Are you ready? Yeah, it seems fun. So, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Simon. Ask a question. Vanessa, never have I ever sent a naughty text to the wrong person. Um, never asterisk. Never with an asterisk. Wait, I need to know what the Explain. caveat is. Well, I was about to. And I sent, uh, like, because I was in a conversation with uh, this guy I work with. Uh-huh. And... um. I, you know, and this was later at night. So it was one of those, it was one of those like, hey, you up? What are you doing? Oh, and, okay. And before all right, before I send something naughty, I said, hey, what's up? What are you doing? And I was like, the minute I said, I was like, oh, but I was able to explain it away. Okay. Had I not caught it and kept going, it was going to get could a little. Could have been disastrous. Crazy. Yes. Like, what yeah. do you, if it was like, are you up? What are you wearing? Send me a nude. That would have been completely different. But that you could have been. <laughs> Crazy. You had a safe one. Yeah, no, this, and this was like last week. So You're yeah. safe, though. You're safe. Very yeah, good, good save good. there. All right, well, thanks for playing along. You came out of this unscathed, I think, Vanessa. We appreciate you listening to The Rendezvous. Thanks for being so, honest, yeah, Vanessa. Yeah, unscathed. A little bit shamed by, you know. Oh, no shame. Don't. Oh, la, la, no. You guys. No, no shame, no shame. No, no. La vie, the life is beautiful. No shame to have. <laughs> thanks, Vanessa. More of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships. Hi, Simon mm. Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Good evening. Bonsoir. Good evening. Thank you for listening. Listen, um, we always want you to call in to 855-905-8255. Sometimes people are nervous or they want to call when we're not here and leave a voicemail. You're welcome to do that. We'll answer your question on the air. So let's go to a voicemail now. Rob listening. Uh, he wants to know a question about his girlfriend. Hi, Simon and Angie. Um, this is Rob in Scottsdale, Arizona. I listen to you guys on um, Mix 96.9. And um, I've been dating this girl that I really like for about three months now. And um, it's become apparent to me that she doesn't know how to cook. Um, my mother's mm-hmm. full-blown Italian. I'm very into cooking. I'm very good cook myself. And it's like she's trying these things, and I'm not sure what she's doing to them, honestly. I'm not sure how she's destroying some of these things. They're, like, so close, and then she I think she's trying to improvise to like I do sometimes and do some of the things I do. But, you know, I was taught by my mom how to do all these things, and I don't think she was. And how do you, how do you tell a woman who thinks she's making great food that mm-hmm. it's not really that? I, I'm not sure how to approach that with her. And uh, I would be grateful for any suggestions whatsoever. So, Simon and Angie, I'm kicking it over to you guys for advice. Uh, appreciate it, and thank you in advance. Well, thank you, Rob, for kicking it back to us. Yeah. What advice do you have for Rob? Yeah. Hey, his girlfriend's trying to cook. She doesn't know how, and he wants to know how to tell her, I'm not feeling what you're putting down. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We are talking about our listener, Rob, who left us a voicemail. He said, listen, 
my girlfriend, you know, I'm from an Italian family. My mom's a really good cook. My girlfriend is not making it happen. She's not a great cook. And I need to know what to tell her to do or to tell her it's not so great. Simon, what would you say for Rob? How does he approach this? It's a delicate subject. You don't want to insult somebody. She's trying to do the right thing. Exactly, Rob. Uh, And thanks for the voicemail. I wouldn't tell her straight up, honey, uh, your cooking sucks or it doesn't taste really good because that's going to upset her. But I would say, you know what? How about we do it together? And so she'll get it. It's like the nice way to coach somebody, to guide somebody. I would be totally open. Let's say I'm dating a woman and some of my cooking is not to her liking. And she said, how about this, Simon? I think it'd be fun. But -hmm. if she tells me straight up to my face, you know what? Your cooking sucks. Immediately, I feel like an assault. Defensive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Upset. So I think that uh, cooking together, showing her how much salt to put, the pepper, and all those ingredients and stuff, that's the way to go, to my opinion. Angie, what, what I, do you recommend there? I, I totally agree with you, Simon. I was thinking the same thing, especially when Rob was saying, I grew up in an Italian family. My mom's an amazing cook. She taught me how to cook. Right. I know how to cook. I'm a great cook. So you're just sitting there watching your girlfriend struggle and judging her, and she's trying to to do something nice for you. She's trying to cook for you. So instead of playing armchair quarterback saying, oh, this sucks, you're doing this wrong, whatever, get in the game. And you do it together. And it could be a really cool bonding moment. You're teaching her. And without doing it in a way, she feels insecure. So now she feels confident cooking for you next time instead of saying, I'm never cooking for him again. It's exactly, Angie, like when I play ping pong uh, with a new girlfriend, and not everybody knows how to play ping pong. And if the girl I'm dating doesn't know how to play, I'll teach her and coach her and we'll together. And right. we have so much fun. And it's, it's rewarding fun. for you if you see that somebody is learning from what you've taught them. It feels good for you that you've done something and, and you have that moment together. Rather than criticizing somebody, uh, this is rewarding for you both. So teach. And I think that's great, and it's a win-win for everybody. She learns, you get fed. Uh, Life is good. (laughs) What a deal. What a deal. All right. Thanks for the email, Rob, and good luck to you. Happy cooking to both you and your girlfriend. More of The Rendezvous next. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships, all the topics, hopefully all the answers from our French romantic, (laughs) Simon Marcel and myself. Yes, Angie. (laughs) We do the best we can here. We feel like we've been through it all. We're just your friends. You know, sometimes it's hard to talk to your friends or your family about your relationship issues. Here's a neutral, unbiased, no judgment place to come with those questions. And and a lot of times it's hard to call and be live on the radio for that. And I, I just want people to know that there's other ways that they can submit questions. Simon and Angie on all of our social platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, specifically Simon We're looking for people in an open relationship right now. I want to hear from you. Are you in an open relationship? We want to talk to you about it. Um, How did you even broach that subject with the person that you're with? What are the dynamics there? Uh, Are there rules? Is there jealousy? Is this a great thing? Has it saved your relationship? Is it ruining your relationship? Uh, This is a topic we haven't really spoke very much about, but I want want to hear from people. Um, Me too. Please hit us up. Are you in an open relationship? Like I said, Simon and Angie on all social and also simonandangie.com. In the meantime, Simon, let's get to some people that do want to be on the radio. Our phones are lighting up, 855-905-8255. We are here for advice, and we will talk to you next.
Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. We are here to take your calls, love, dating, romance, and relationships. I see a blinky, blinky light here from Cleveland, Ohio, KDD, 98.1, our listener, Mariah. Hi, Mariah. Bonjour. Hi. Hello. How are you? We're great. Thanks for calling The Rendezvous tonight. Can you give us um, a question about what you need advice on? Well... I've been single for six years, and I'm ready to date, at least I think I am, but I seem to only be interested in guys that are already married or in relationships. Really? Okay, so first of all, are you a mom? I am. And and does your child live with you? Yes, they do. Okay, so you're a single mom, first of all. I know how that is. It's hard to date. So you are only interested in men in relationships, and you never date single men? I mean, I've dated single men, but, like, it always got to the point where, like, they'd call me or text me all the time or want to come over all the time. If they're married or in a relationship, they can't. The idea of somebody around all the time is annoying. (laughs) Simon? um, Maria, this has been happening for how many years? You've been kind of attracted by men in relationships? um, Probably about two or three. Two or three years. But you've been single for six years? Yes. Okay, Simon, I think I know exactly what's going on here. I have it all figured out. I want, I want to hear you first, Angela. Okay, one. Mariah is on fire for six years for a guy <laughs> that is not available. Always wants the guys that are attached. We'll discuss more next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We are on the line with our caller, Mariah, listening on 98.1 KDD in Cleveland, Ohio. Hi, Mariah. Bonjour. Hi. You called Simon and me saying, listen, it's been six years I've been single. For the last couple years, it seems that all I'm attracted to are attached men. Right. And um, you are a single mom. And you're saying, what is my problem? Why am I always going for these married or uh, attached men? Yes. Here's what I think, Mariah. Yeah, I want to hear what, yeah, yeah, Angie, you had like a light bulb. when I have it all figured that. out. Here's what's happening. So you want what you want when you want it. You are a, uh, a single mother. You're very busy. As a single mother, I know, I've been. And you don't have time to date whenever you want to date or like, you know, just be loosey-goosey and, you know, you can stay over here and I'll stay at your house for a few days. You have responsibilities that mean you have to be at a certain place at a certain time, meaning you have only time for a relationship at a certain place and a certain time. Sometimes it's nice to have a guy there to Netflix and chill with. Sometimes you don't want it. You don't have time for it. I feel like the married man, the attached man only has time for a certain thing at a certain time as well. So that's more attractive to you. A single man is always going to be running after you going, when are we going to hang out again? Can I come over and hang? And you're like, no, I don't want this. A married man gives you what you need when you need it. That makes sense. Simon, do you feel like that might be the draw here? It is, but I I see, and maybe call me a romantic, but Maria, you have found a way to never found love, really. Because by going systematically to men taken, all you can have is full control. But there is no love in control. Love is uncontrollable. Love is letting go. Love is is blooming and taking all the risk. And what you're doing is you find a technique, a strategy, where you are 100% in control of all the buttons of this relationship. They have no control. And you also don't get hurt that way. 
Yeah, of course yeah, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 life is short, and you have to dare for love, because none of this relationship will fill up your heart. It will fill up maybe your time for those couple hours. Ooh la la. Or maybe that's all life. you want. Do do we know? Like Mar- Mariah, is that all you want? Do you just want ooh la la, or do you want a long term relationship? I want a long term relationship. Ah. Everybody does at one point, and I'm like you, Maria. So I am controlling, but I've learned mm-hmm. slowly with my strength. You have to let go of this control because we are the prisoner of our own control. Yeah, because you know that with the married men, there's no risk of you really getting hurt because you're signing up for that. You know that that's temporary. You can walk away and be like, well, I didn't want you anyway. You're in a relationship. If you fully commit to somebody that also is fully available, now you're out here naked going, Okay, like let's try it, and if I get hurt, it's on me too. Exactly, because because Mariah and I've been I've been there. Our biggest fear, all of us controlling, is to be abandoned. The mm-hmm. only reason we want to control mm-hmm. is we are afraid to be abandoned, dumped, let go, and we don't want ever feel that again. And so yeah. we, we go into controlling situation, but nothing good it's, comes out of it. It's scary to have your heart open, especially when you also have a little heart attached to you, your your child. And you don't want to bring somebody in. And I understand that. So just take your time, maybe, and make sure it's the right one. So where you can be more open and have that long-term relationship. Yeah, I know how it feels to have your heart broken. I really don't want to go through that again. Of course. We all have. We all survived it. And it's worth worth the good also. Mm -hmm. So as long as we're feeling, we're living. Just take your time and make sure it's the right one. And you'll be totally fine. We believe in you. Find love again. For yourself, for your child, life is beautiful, and so mm-hmm. is love. And and Mariah, thank you so much for calling. Hopefully, we helped. And and just think about that next time that the man with the ring looks really attractive. Walk away, walk away. I will. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. More next with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us tonight on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. If you missed any of our show on love and romance and dating and drama and advice. Uh, you can check us out anytime, <laughs> simonandangie.com. That's where our podcast lives. Um, things tonight, we talked about exes who make you insecure. That was Alexa's bonjour question for you, Simon. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, um, you know, he's a famous actor and everybody's so insecure <laughs> about it. Like, stop telling people that. Um, we played a game of Never Have I Ever. We did a that little round fun. robin. Yeah, I love that. I just love that. I love it, too, you know, being honest here on the show and then also with our listeners. And uh, we just spoke to Mariah, her call about only being attracted to married men and mm-hmm. what that actually means. What is that about? And, Simon, that's where your Simon Says came into play. Thanks, Angie. I said there is no love in control, meaning to love and be loved. You have to let go of your gods. you got to put it down, all you fear. And open up that heart of yours. Even if our heart gets broken, we've been there. We can still take a chance to love. So, Thank you, Simon, for that. I love that, Simon says. Uh, more Rendezvous Everything on all our social platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can find us at Simon and Angie anytime on simonandangie.com. Until tomorrow, thanks so much for being with us on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.